Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Run It Back podcast. We're up to episode number eight. Um, listen before these mini episodes that we dropped just before a pay-per-view, uh, mainly to the UFC, but not exclusive to them. So we've got myself and my co-host Daniel on today, especially two special guests. Uh, we'll welcome them in a little bit, but we're going to run through our picks and our reasons why. As per usual, the main will require a finish for them and uh, if you do get them you get a bonus point on through today's card which is UFC 244 from New York BMF belt on the line my boys so a quick welcome to the BMF co-host of Podcast World DL Daniel how are we? I'm good mate yourself? Mate I'm excellent after the intro I just gave you that was wonderful I know it was huge it was huge it's a bit weird. We're uh, we're me and one of the special guests are actually in the uh, the podcast studio in Victoria. Other special guests have dialed in at some random. I think our other special guests actually on a street corner uh, under a dim light, so a little bit dodgy. But we love that he's made the effort. But um, we'll tell him run, tell him run it back. Really rolls, mate. It? We just piece things together and we get it done. So that's why I love it, mate. First thing I want to start off with is a uh, big shout out to us. One hundred and ten listens we're up to. So, oh, yeah, podcast number eight. We're running into number 10 very shortly, that, that special number. So we've hit 110 listens on, on seven episodes. So uh, pretty excited about that, which is good. What do you reckon? I'm highly aroused. Highly, oh, mate, I wouldn't expect anything else from you. Thank you. And should we introduce our uh, special guest? I think we should. I think we should. Let's, let's start with who you've got under the dim light. Look, under the dim light is the stat man. You guys would remember him from last episode. He's bringing out stats like no tomorrow. Call him Bill Gates. Call him, call him whatever you like. We call him the stat man. Craig Fear, how are we? I'm doing well. I am a little bit dodgy under this streetlight, but uh, I'm catching a few looks from the people in the houses across the road, but that's okay. And I'm um, oh, a fucking bird reflection <laughs> right next to me. That's good shit. That's good quality. Well, I'm doing well. Oh, is that good luck? That- it's supposed to be good luck. It's, it's like a cookbook. It's like made literally like half a foot from me, and it's just bearing me down. <laughs> I might, I might walk away from the light a little bit, so that's okay. I'm a bit concerned that you said that you're staring into other people's houses. <laughs> um, if I want to catch the light, I've kind of got to stare directly for old couples' house across the road. Let's not get arrested on the on the podcast. <laughs> no, okay. it's, so, it's so hard with the BMS, uh Belt on the line to not get hurt, but I'll tell them that. Mate, yeah, if we get an arrest on the BMF podcast, like it's probably going to help us out ratings oh. wise. So, uh, Craig, Fine. do your, do we'll your best, do your creeping best, son. So, we've got a guest in the podcast studio as well. You will also remember him from episode 243 from Melbourne. Uh, the man is back. Stoney, how are you? Boys, good to be here. Still licking my wounds on that Rob Whitaker prediction from 243, but Ooh. looking to bounce back it, in a big, big way this weekend. Should be a good card. Uh, there's rumours about that uh, there's going to be a special guest putting the belt around one winner at the end of the night. Uh, no rumours, confirmed. It's confirmed. Yeah, it was on Instagram today with Dana White and him doing a video call. Yeah, nice. Excellent. And who is it? My boy. My boy Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, as you guys know him. Uh, no one has ever called him Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. <laughs> that is just, that's the wrong I'm way. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's what he calls himself, mate. 
Dwayne The Rock Johnson, please. Dwayne no, Johnson no. The Rock. No, no, we're going, mate, give me lit corner, look into some houses, and keep your opinion to yourself, because I'm off. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, that's great, boys. Look, I, first of all, I just want to clear the air. There was a bit of an incident earlier today and lead up to this podcast. Someone uh, may have photoshopped a, a group chat message to try and set up one of our guests today. Got any uh, bad feelings to Stoney there, Sean? Oh, mate, no bad feelings for me. So I'm a bit disappointed in Stoney and his uh, actions towards trades in fantasy leagues. But, <laughs> you know, each year there's some dodgy stuff going on and I don't, I don't really tolerate it, to be honest. So uh, I'll have none of it. Stoney, rebuttal? Uh, no, no rebuttal. I, I tried my best to help Sean improve his uh, his he's winless guilty. his winless team. He didn't want a bar of it, and I guess he's he's eyeing the number one pick next year. And it is what it is. But <laughs> we'll push on. I'm, I'm not one to judge. Everyone's got their own coaching style. Sean's racking up the losses, and yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> Someone should tell Sean there's no draft picks. He's playing. He's, he's what he's playing for draft snags picks. Are always, snags is always about the rebuilding phase, mate. Can't snags. Uh, you would remember Sean was quite highly talking about his Madden skills. So Madden skills don't really cross over to uh, NFL fantasy. So uh, they really, they really don't. And I just want to clarify: we're all a little bit hazy because we we had a good day in the lead up to the podcast for two forty three. I'm actually doubting you're any good at Madden. Now, rumor has it you beat somebody on that day, Sean. Uh, I'm pretty sure I touted him, and I'm pretty sure he rage quitted before the end of the game. Anyway, no big. <laughs> anyway, it's good to clear the air. Should we get into this card? Let's do it. So we're going to go to the we're going to go to the stats expert to run us through the first three fights. Uh, Kragos, can you kick us off with the first one, mate? Absolutely, guys. We've got a banger of a lightweight fight. First up, um, Kevin Lee versus Gregor. Um, I'm pretty excited for this one. Uh, it should be a pretty solid fight. Yeah. Look. Um, I might kick us off, Sean, if you don't mind. Uh, I'm pretty solid on this one. My boy's got to come back. I know I call everyone my boy, but Kevin Lee, I've been on him for quite a while, even though he's taken a couple of losses where he should have taken wins. So I'm taking my boy Kevin Lee. Going up against Gregor 13-zip. Their stare-off was quite intense uh, the other day, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. So uh, Kevin Lee for me, boys. Shawnee? Mate. So, uh, Mr. Gillespie himself, only because his first name is almost my luck. Uh, but I think, yeah. to be honest, I think he's about a dollar sixty-five favourite. Seventeen wins. Uh, I think he's going to ask Kevin Lee pretty easily in this one, to be honest, boys. And uh, it'll be old SG going up one zip on DL as per usual. Yeah, it's fine, mate. I'll just uh, refresh quickly before anyone else picks that the last UFC card I actually beat you uh, three to two. So, uh, move right, on. mate. About long, I'm about long term game over here. If we look at the run it back, I'm well ahead. So I'll stay on that uh, prediction. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Stony, what do we got? Uh, what have we got? I've got a fence that you're calling Kevin Lee your boy. Yeah. Um, I, I think Kevin Lee's been my boy for for a long, long time. He has. Uh, you're right. He has had a few losses. He is up against a, a phenomenal opponent in Gillespie. Uh, I think he still gets it done. Gillespie, a great wrestler. Kevin Lee, a great wrestler. I think that cancels each other out uh, in the takedown department, and I think Kevin Lee's got more in the stand-up, so I'm, I'm predicting Kevin Lee in a in a nice win for the boys. Cool. Kragos, what do you got, mate? I think... I think Kevin Lee can't get it done when he needs to get it done. I think 
How, how's this for a start for you guys to kick off the stats? Six, seven, eight, no. six straight, uh, six straight UFC wins, five straight finishes. Six TKOs, uh, TKOs. That's that's my hot pick. Kevin Lee's in trouble on stats on those stats. <laughs> Uh, so that's good. We've got, we've got a bit of a mixture going on there. So, uh, mate, this heavyweight fight. Craig, you want to just hit us with this heavyweight? Oh, yeah. Uh, whose balls are hot? Mine are, <laughs> definitely. Outside of his old person. Blago Ivana is fighting Jared. Balls are hot. It should be a nice little slug Uh So I'll kick us off. Uh, I'm going Ivov. Is that his name? Ivov? Ivanov. 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 I'm going to take Ivanov because Derek Lewis has ruined me on a couple of multis. So uh, I can't trust him. So I'm going to go straight. There's no real story behind it. That's my pick. Sean. Look out, mate. My balls are ringing hot on this one. And I've got my boy Derek Lewis. Um, I don't think we can't. I'm going to see a... I mean, it's a KO either way for being this yeah, My boy Derek is going to get it done. And then I'm looking for the post-fight post interview more than I am the fighter. But, uh, boys, DL, not Daniel Logan, Derek Lewis, going to get it done. Derek Lewis. Good work. Stoney, what do you got? Uh, straight to it, Derek Lewis. No no special comments. I'll, uh, I'll reserve that for the fights that I'm genuinely interested in. I think this one is just a bit of a filler of a, an absolute banger of a main card. Who you got, Craig Oss? Uh, I'm going to have to take Blagoy. Um he beat Fido Romelianenko in a Sambo match when uh, Fido Romelianenko was undefeated. He also got shanked in a bar in Russia, was in a coma for six months, came back. He lost 100 pounds, put it all back on, kept knocking punches out. So I think I think Blago Bonas, I think the fight's probably going to be a bit of a disappointing one. I think that any time uh, that Derek Wilson gets pressured or grappled by a Sambo champion, it's going to be a bit of more of a... Um, so I see Bygoy taking this fight decision. Do you know what's not disappointing? What's what? that? Your, your comments around that fight <laughs> and your detailed analysis of that the boy got Is he your cousin or something? Is <laughs> Bygoy? What's his birthday, mate? Bygoy Bono. <laughs> Boys, this is probably rarely done on this podcast, but based on, on Craig's um, little intro there, I, I want to switch tips. He, he sold me on that, and uh, I think Derek's in a world of trouble. Oh, so, we're going to change yeah. up. I like it. That's awesome. Well done, Craig. I can't wait for my, my – the only person's balls that are going to be hot on Sunday is mine, right? <laughs> I can't wait for that. Well, Sean, you – if ever someone was due for a win, it is you. So I hope this one comes through, buddy. <laughs> the trolling continues. I love it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll move into the welterweight. Oh, Stephen Thompson, Wonder Boy, against Vicente Luque. Uh, this one's going to be a fun one, I reckon. Uh, if, if Stephen Thompson can... I think it's going to be... Yeah, I reckon, uh, mate. I'm just going straight out with Wonder Boy. This, I, I, a lot of the times I do back Wonder Boy. He got flattened against Pettis last time, so I'm a I bit. Can't believe it, uh, mate. He was stiff as a board. Um, but Pettis, that that's Pettis can do that to a fighter. So, uh, you know, Stephen Thompson, we love him. Wonder Boy, he's great. So uh, I'm getting behind Wonder Boy, and hopefully he can take out this win, Shawnee. 
Uh, mate, unfortunately for myself, I'm going to side with you on this one, which absolutely disgusts me. Get it, but uh, I'll be going for Wonderboy as well, dollar ninety, and uh, I just don't see not getting it done. With a nickname like Wonderboy, sounds a bit like myself with tips, so uh, I'll be backing him firmly in. I'm starting to keep count how many times you refer to yourself during this podcast. That's two. Twenty-seven times, most likely no. by the end of the pod. We've got to, we've got to run and we've got to run and tell you happening here in the pod room. Can I put a tip on myself about twenty-seven times. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. Uh, Stony, what do you got, mate? Well, if Kevin Lee's my boy, then if I was ever going to be unfaithful, it would be with Wonderboy. I think uh, I've, I've been a big fan. I saw Wonderboy for the first time live in Vegas when he he spinning wheel kicked Jace, Jake Allenberger into oblivion. So I've been on him ever since, and I see no reason why he can't get back in the win column this weekend. Craig, what do you got, mate? I'm going to be a bit of a spoiler, guys. I'm sorry. My heart, it wants, it wants Stephen Thompson to get back because I love him as a fighter. Um, I still remember his first uh, UFC fight against Dan Stidgen, that over-the-shoulder head kick knockout was beautiful. I just don't. I don't think he has it in there. I don't think he has the age or the time enough to evolve to be able to keep up with the young guns in the sport. I think the Santee beats him. I hope I'm wrong. I, I, I might have money on the Santee Luke. So if Wonderboy wins, I win, and if the Santee Luke wins, I win money. So it's kind of like a way to ease my heart a little bit. I think the Santee takes it. Whatever helps you sleep at night, mate. It's fine. Uh, now just, got- just on that. Sorry to cut you off. <laughs> DL, have we ever rolled with that logic where we've bet against our heart? Because I know that there's been many a Sunday afternoon where we followed that heart into almost bankruptcy. Um, so hats off to you, Craig. I, I can't do it. If, I, if my heart's on somebody, then, then the wallet's got to follow. So credit to you, mate. That, that's a, an honourable trait. Thank you. I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we move into the big boys, the main and the co-main. I am so excited. Actually, looking at this whole card, I was actually thinking about it today. I'm like, nearly all these fights could headline a fight night. Like, easy. Easy headline a fight night. Um, and we've got these two juicy little little numbers right at the end. Um, boys, we're going to... In the pod studio here, Stoney's brought along a beautiful bottle of wild turkey American honey, Sting. And he's poured us a couple of shots here. So, if you don't mind... We're going to indulge just before we jump into this one. We're also running a couple of beers here. I had a big trip home from work today and I dropped into a little brewery called Cold Stream Brewery on the way home. So I grabbed a couple of their XBAs. So back in the pod studio here on the XBAs, you boys having a drink tonight? Uh, yeah, mate. I'm on the Hope State Super Juicy New England IPA. Currently at 7.2%. Uh, Is that your first or your fourth? No comment. <laughs> Craig, I know you're playing charades tonight, but I, any, in, any beverages? I'm into the, the two is new. Today. The two is what? new? Did he say two is new? I'm, not, I'm normally into the American honey. That's, that's normally my, my go-to. No, hang on. Today. Did you say two is new? He did. Two is new. I'm off here. Two is new. <laughs> Do they still make that? Yeah. Yeah. It's new. Nah, my, <laughs> my dad used to drink that when I was growing up. That can't be new, Craig. I, it, it, Craig, I don't know what's going on there, but you sound like you're standing on a beach, mate. <laughs> That's what happens when you're on the tour is new. It takes you to places that you never knew. The wind coming through these headphones is uh, is almost unbearable. <laughs> I'm going to make my way back to a shelter. 
Yeah. He's just having a peer in those next door neighbours' windows. <laughs> Sounds like that bird might be flying past his phone, mate. <laughs> take his back, take his back, Craig. Take his back. All right, we're going to move right, into we're going to move into the that sounds better, mate. We'll we'll move into the co-main and the the main event. Our co-main. I think. Uh, oh, have we done the intro? Oh, oh, actually, you can do the intro. Uh, actually, sorry, we are we're, we're doing our shot first. So me and Stoney are just going to knock this shot back to the boys. To the boys. Oh damn, that's good. That's, that's smooth. Good. That's really good. Uh, boys, we enjoyed that. Thank you very much. Uh, good night. Uh, so, <laughs> so we've got a middleweight. Our co-main event is Calvin Gaslam versus Darren Till. Craig Oss, can you kick us off with the bets? Me and Shawnee might go last on this one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think of all the fighters in a losing effort, I think Calvin Gaslam uh, definitely put in the best showing of 2019. Uh, and I always kind of considered him as like a kind of a swollen welterweight. Uh, which I now consider Darren Till to be. So let's let's see how we go with that. I think Kelvin Gaslam should be able to piece this one up. Um, I, I'm taking him with the eighth first round TKO. Well, Ooh, dang boy! So yeah, first round. This is Darren Till going up a weight, yeah. Yeah, and I think I think that there's a chance that he might miss weight. He did not make it into New York until quite late due to visa issues. Yeah. Um, I imagine he was probably in a in a sweatsuit on the fucking plane. Uh, while he was waiting to get his uh, visa approved so he could get into New York City. I think he's going to be arriving in late. He's got, a tw- he's got like a four-hour disparity in time zone. He's going to be battling against the um, the jet lag. I think he might struggle to make weight, and I think he's going to come in looking drained, even though he has moved up a weight class. Just remind me, before. what's what's the punishment these days for a, a missed weight on a non-belt fight? 20%. So it's twenty percent co-main event. Twenty percent of your purse. Co-main event. I think he's. I think he's still doing all right. Yeah. yeah I don't probably. think those boys are going to be too. I wouldn't want to about. give up twenty percent of my pay though. That would be pretty brutal. It's a reasonable point, but twenty percent of your pay versus compromising a potential chance to win this fight. I think when when push comes to shove, if he's really struggling for those last few, I think he just cops out twenty percent. But I must say, this is a very professional industry. I find it highly doubtful that he didn't factor in the time zone differences and and the jet lag as part of it. But it'll be interesting. I'm am I allowed to give my tip now? I was just going to quickly say, um, missing weight has never stopped anyone's career progression in the UFC. It sounds very similar to when Tony Stoney tried to offer me a tray with beer involved as well. <laughs> very political. And you've got very the screenshot to verify it, I hear, as well. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, Stoney, what, what have you got for this fight? Look, I've got Darren Till. Uh, I, I hear everything that Craig Goss raises in, in relation to Gastelum. Uh, this is a great fight. Uh, it, it really could go either way, so I'm not going to pretend I've got anything that anyone else doesn't on why Darren Till will win, but... Look, he, he's just a phenomenal fighter, and I think people have jumped off him prematurely just based on a couple of losses, and these things go in uh, swings and roundabouts, and it wouldn't surprise me if Darren Till absolutely catapults his career with a big win over Calvin Gastelum. So I'm predicting a second-round TKO, uh, Darren Till. Damn. Sean? You know what? For once in my life, I agree with Stoney. Uh, only on the second-round TKO, because he is absolutely rubbish. Gastelum will cow the <laughs> Uh, second round, TKO to Gaslam, because uh, no one can trust Tony because he's a shady mix, shade shade, hashtag shade date. Uh, I think Dill's going to come out, he's going to struggle, I think up weight class. Uh, Gaslam was, when you think about that Asanya fight, he actually looked pretty good in that, even though he got beat, so I don't see him getting beaten in this one, to be honest, guys. 
I like the negativity around it. The late coming into the country, the visa problems, the weight issues. Um, and you cannot find a fighter in the UFC that's been doubted after, the, after his losses and Darren Till. He's had to go up a weight. I just feel like there's enough of a like story, story there. I love, yeah. I love a story. See, this is, this, this is why I'm a heart better because I love the story and I'll get behind him and I'm taking Darren Till and I'm going huge. I'm going KO, round one. I think it's a kick too. It's a clean kick. Guys, guys, a kickboxer, a very, 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 very accomplished kickboxer. Uh, he could do some damage. So uh, I'm getting on. I'm getting on Darren Till. What's the reach what disadvantage? The Hang on a sec. Do you remember what happened last time? You tried to predict an ending and also how it ended. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no comment. You're a dick, Craig. That's what. <laughs> Continue. Craig, what's the race disadvantage for Gastelum in this one? Oh, it'd, be, it'd be monstrous. I don't have the exact stats on me. I know it's shocking. It would be ridiculous. Let's just um, look at the analytics. So, uh, is he, his reach caused a, a lot of trouble for Kelvin? Is there anyone else that springs to mind where he's, he's been in a similar situation with, with such a. Like Kelvin Gastelum knocked down Israel Adesanya, and that reach. Was his day. I don't think I don't think Darren Till's on the same level as Israel. Um, so I think if if Kelvin Gastelum can knock down Israel out of study, he can definitely knock down Darren Till. I think Darren Till's been knocked out by Jorge Masvidal, who's never been a power puncher. And Kelvin Gastelum packed a punch. His boxing is critically underrated. I I, I think the KO's him. I don't know if Darren Till's. Uh, is going to be able to be set after a KO moving up in a weight class where they hit harder. I don't, I don't think he holds it. I don't think he holds onto his chin. It's valid. I'm not going to debate that. You, you say it with conviction, and conviction's everything in this game. So uh, I'm still sticking with Till, but uh, from, from memory, I thought Izzy had a lot of success with that reach. I, I take your point that, that he did get knocked down, but I thought Calvin really struggled. Now, he, we've seen him against fighters with less of a reach. Bisping, who had an advantage, but it was nowhere near the same. Uh, obviously, Calvin is very good at closing the distance. This will be interesting. I think this is a, is a much greater test than what the odds makers are predicting. Calvin, a fairly short price favourite. Uh, guys, just to quickly throw some stats in here, because the stat man has failed on us. Uh, Phil's got uh, three inches on Gasler in the well, arms, nice. In the arms, please. Settle Sh- down. Sean's learned how to Google. Good job. <laughs> and uh, he's also got uh, about, what is it, 2.5 reach in the legs as well. So DL might be in for that head kick. Yes, boy. That's actually less significant than I thought it would be. So. Same. What, three inches? That's what she said as well, Craig. <laughs> they always tell me it's not much. It's not that much. It's okay. <laughs> they always tell me it's not you, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> you know Dunn, Craig, I've only got to connect, mate. It's all that matters. <laughs> well played, boys. Look, takes us to the main event, the big one, boys. Ooh. Are you ready? We just had a sound effect for those people dialing in. So, uh, oh, yeah. right, cool. So, <laughs> the boys on the phone can't hear the uh, sound effect. So, the this one, this one won't make any sense. But can you laugh after ten seconds, guys? Hey, I'm not okay. surprised, motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 
So what we're laughing at in the studio, we just replayed Sean's picks up until this point. <laughs> very funny stuff, DL. <laughs> oh, how funny. You're an absolute basket case, Tony, and I'm off you. I love it. All right, a welterweight main event for the BMF presented by The Rock. Sean? Wayne Johnson, The Rock. Thank you, Craig. Uh, Jorge Masvidal versus Nate Diaz. This fight is huge. It's huge for the reason of just the excitement build-up for these boys. They're both acclaimed bad motherfuckers, and uh, we'll see who takes it out on uh, Sunday our time, Saturday New York time. Who will kick us off? Kragos, what have you got on this fight? Any doozy stats? I think the the most exciting thing about this fight, and it's not even a stat thing, it's a gut feeling, is that every time either of these two fighters get in the ring, you go, I know that they're going to try and make it an exciting fight, but will their opponent come and grab it? Or will their opponent be up to their standard to be able to like swing for it? Because if someone's going to grab them and take it down, they can make it a slower fight. These two are both like the exact same animal, so it's going to be fucking sick. Like, I, think, like, I think it's going to be hands down fight of the night. I think... Oh, I've got, I've got Nate Diaz... He's a heavy underdog, which actually surprised me. He came back with fantastic against Anthony Pettis. I'm having Nate Diaz by decision or late BKO. Um, I don't think I don't think that Jorge Masvidal has been uh, KO'd in a long time. I think it's probably like 2006, 2007. So it's been a long time coming. Uh, but I think it'd be more punches in bunches, and I, I see Nate Diaz shutting him down. Nice, Craig. And you've given it fight of the night? Uh, I, I, think, I think it's going to be fight of the night. I, I think also because UFC pretty heavily weighs fight of the night against uh, towards the main events, especially a main event with as much um, push behind it. Um, so I think that's a pretty uh, – I, I think that's a given. Thanks for that, Craig, because I get to use my next sound effect. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Dana. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> it was the 60 G's, 60 G's baby from uh, oh, brilliant. From the great Conor McGregor. Rumours are that we could have a signed deal. Stoney's got some breaking news on that. I do. So uh, hot off the press from, from today, uh, John Kavanagh, who is obviously Conor McGregor's head coach at SBG in Ireland, saying that, it is all but confirmed, just the finer details remain, that it will be Connor and Cowboy Cerrone on the 18th of January. Oh, yeah, dog. Damn, that's a good fight. I like that. Have we got any thoughts on that one, that boys? Is, that is kitchen perfect. Could be, a, could be a boys club trip there. Where is it at? <laughs> well, it's not in Sydney, unfortunately. <laughs> Oi, we could double that up with Craig's wedding. That's easy. Oh, Let's do it. Let's do it. Craig's box party. Yes, Craig. Vegas. Oh, dear God, no. Dear God, no. <laughs> we'll probably she'll come back oh, safe. I, I want to make it to my wedding, please, God. <laughs> Boys, I'm going to throw it out. So my, my dear wife uh, did a, a fantastic deed uh, a number of months ago, and she brought back a bottle of Proper 12 uh, from a shopping trip, of all things. She said, I've got a present, and I... I didn't know what it was, and as it turns out, it was a, a bottle of proper twelve. And I've said to DL, I'm waiting until Connor fights next, and I'm I'm going to pop it now. Just throwing it out there, what what are the chances we could get the crew together for for that card? Is that a, a possibility? 
I'm in. Oh, Sean's gone early. Craig Oss? I'll be down. Yeah, I'll be down. Bring, we'll right. meet halfway. Yeah, yeah we'll yep. do it. We'll do a pub and a chuka. Oh, quite a little pub somewhere, yeah. yeah. We'll do a pub yeah, and a chuka. Airbnb halfway. Cool. We'll get that in the works. That's exciting. Uh, whose tip is that up to? Fun, isn't it? No, I don't think we've even started. Uh, uh, Craig Oss is gone. Craig Oss? I'll give my tip. Yeah. We'll edit this shit out because we're just talking rubbish. Stony, who have you got? Uh, if that's the parameters for editing stuff, then sorry, Sean, none of your tips make the cut. Um, <laughs> I'm leaving it in now. <laughs> the joke makes more sense. Did everyone see the, the Masvidal backyard footage? Now, obviously, it's from a long time ago. I only saw it this week uh, as part of Kimbo Slice's backyard. Now, Craig, I, I think you'd be all over this one, but just throwing it out there. Did everyone have a chance to see that? That was the first uh, time. I'd, that was the first time when the video, which when you shared the video with me, that was the first time I'd seen it. So I've actually seen the footage before, but had no idea. You know, just briefly looked at it. Mm. No idea it was Masvidal. Yep. Still with the same. Still. I've got to jump. I've got to jump off. I've got to jump off. I'm being. I'm being summoned back in. Yeah, you'll go <laughs> arrested. Uh, your turn on charades. Yeah, mate. All right, that's I'm fair. So excited. That's fair, mate. Craig Oss, thanks for joining us, mate. No worries, guys. We'll see you soon. Right. Good on you, buddy. See you, buddy. Oui. All right, Sonny, here you go. with your crap picks, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> Jack and Craig got scared by that bird. Oh, several birds, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Was his wife on the other phone? Was he like, hang on, they're talking a little bit about boys' trips and going to Vegas. Oh, and his boys' trips come up, yes. He got, he, got the little, he got a little slide in in his DMs that goes, <laughs> get in the house. Now. <laughs> Sorry, Sony. All righty, boys. Uh, Nate Diaz for me. Um, I, I agree with a lot of uh, Craig's assessment of how the fight goes. I, I think it's a, a decision uh, from Nate. I, I can't see Masvidal knocking Nate Diaz out. I think that... that Chin is ironclad, and I can't see uh, Nate going to sleep. I, I just think this is a great fight, and, and I'm really looking forward to it. The heart says Nate, the wallet says Nate in a big, big way. Ooh. The L. So, uh, yeah, full steam ahead, Nate. I love it. What SG, what by? have you got? Are you going to call what he's going to win by? You didn't call the win. Uh, it feels a bit like amateur hour because I definitely <laughs> did. I said it's going to be a decision, Nate Diaz. Oh, sorry. You just talk rubbish, so I zone out every time you say anything. <laughs> oh, Sean, who have you, who have you got? Uh, mate, I think, like, look, for me, it's a bit of a two-way battle here, obviously, because there's two blokes <laughs> in the fight. Uh, it's a 50-50. I first thought, you know what? Two horse it's race. a game I of two thought, halves. <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I first thought, you know, uh, I'll go with the guy that most – most reminds me of myself. Oh, just stop. <laughs> We've just got to digest that. So one you or two people could win. <laughs> I thought you boys would enjoy that one. Look, boys, I first thought I would go with the guy that reminds me of myself first and the best-looking both in the fight because I thought, obviously, best-looking both from the podcast. Uh, I was thinking Masvidal, uh, but, you know, I've just gone and said, you know, what what else do I entail in this? And I say, my jiu-jitsu game is better than all the boys. <laughs> Are you trying box. to push so for your go... 20? you try to get to your 20 really quickly? I am, yeah. I'm going to go for Diaz uh, <laughs> just because, you know, we've worked together previously over FaceTime <laughs> in terms of some of his movements. And uh, I don't see him really getting beat here, to be honest. Uh, I've got the chin, the save all chins. I uh, won't get KO'd, and if he does, I will run from... 
Uh, Melbourne to a trickery in my budget smugglers, so it won't happen. Uh, I'm going to say Diaz <laughs> VR decision as well. Unfortunately, I'm going to back Tony on that one, but I don't see any of the boys finishing this fight. Let me see a slugfest, and uh, I see it going to a decision for Diaz. Um, just want to remind you, in the last podcast, you also claimed that you were going to do a budgie smuggler run, and I'm pretty sure you lost that bet, and uh, you're just piling bets on piling bets. So, uh, Looking for the double up run then, boys. Looking forward to the double up. So it's a double or nothing on the budgie smuggler run? Yep, I'll All do right, uh, cool. two runs. And in my prediction, uh, I'm taking Nate. Uh, again, it's a it's a heart thing. Uh, even when Nate was fighting Connor all those times, you had that little soft spot for Nate and you, you were okay if Nate won that fight. But I'm taking submission in round three. I kind oh, yeah. of... He's had a little bit more... See, I, don't, I don't know if Cage Rust is real, but he kind of showed a little bit in that last fight. Uh, when they took it to the mat in the third, um, those transitions... We're looking a little bit sloppy. I'm not an expert, Sean. You'll correct me since uh, you know you're the self-acclaimed expert. Um, correct. I, I think he's going to be a bit more cleaner in those transitions. And once once Masvidal's a little bit tired, I think Nate's going to take the back. We're going to get a good choke out of it. So uh, I'm taking Nate in the third submission, uh, rear naked. If you really want to meet home oh. down on what it actually is going to be, solid. Go, go. Almost a wrap. So I threw uh, SG a challenge earlier in the day to just casually uh, compare himself to both of the the fighters in the main event. And for the long, long time listeners, you wouldn't have noticed any difference in SG's persona (laughs) uh, because he's done that on every one that I've listened to. So um, I'll I'll think of a a more difficult challenge for the next one, SG. But, um, you know, hats off. you, You come through as expected. Thank you, thank you. As per usual, always deliver. I will also deliver on my picks for this weekend. I'm like yourself. Good luck, mate. Good luck. Uh, that wraps our podcast. Marcus, thanks for sticking around. Craigos, who's uh, five beers deep in charades. Um, good luck to you, mate. Anyway, that wraps our podcast. Uh, that's UFC 244 from New York. Please, if you like what we're doing, please like, subscribe, or review. Um, share it. And if you've got any good ideas for us and good things that we can do on our normal Run It Back podcast, um, which we've got a couple of really, really good doozy fights coming up soon to drop this month. The boys, Marcus and Craig, will probably join us a lot more on the prediction podcast. So we look forward to that and keeping a running tally on that. But for now, thanks for having us. My name is Daniel. My name is the winning Gregory. Thanks, Sean. Um, and we'll catch you on the next podcast. Uh, cheers. Cheers.